Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. AJ Preller on the line. Uh, first, AJ, how was your travels, man? It's been a long uh, 48 hours for you, I suppose. Yeah, no, every, I think, uh, you know, going back East Coast to West Coast is, is always a little bit of a challenge, but everything everything went well, and uh, yeah, excited to be back heading uh, on San Diego. All right, AJ, let's start to the educational process here, because uh, we've, a lot of talking heads and pundits have given their opinion on, on this deal, but we haven't heard from you and the Padre organization in terms of why these particular five guys, and then more in particular, the four pitchers that you got. I, I think it's pretty obvious that the King is a guy that can slot in. Tell us a little bit about the other three guys, other three pitchers that you got in this deal. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I kind of run it down. I, mean, I think with, with Michael King at, at the top, you know, he, he was a big part of the deal. Um, been, you know, last year, last few years, really, he's been you know, one of the top relievers in the league. And you know, last year being able to make the transition to the rotation the last two months and, and it was pretty dominant as a rotation starter and, you know, stuff, size, strikes, um, the ability to miss bats. And, and, you know, you talk to people that are around him, they, they talk really well about him as a human, as a person, competitor, makeup, intelligent. And I think from, you know, again, like I think the overall, you know, deal for us, you know, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito, uh, both guys making their deb- debut in New York as rookies last year and, and, and more than holding their own, you know. So I think when you have, you know, young players that come to the big leagues and, and, and you know, especially in New York and the American League East and, you know, keep their head above water, that's usually a pretty good indicator for, for future success. But I think the common theme, a lot, you know, with the, with the pitchers, they're an athletic group. They throw strikes. Um, you know, they've had a lot of success. And, we, and we've, you know, from a competitor standpoint, we've had a lot of really positive reports. And, I think it gives us a lot of depth on our staff and, and something that we definitely needed. AJ, uh, was Jason Dominguez somebody that you asked the Yankees about? And uh, uh, was that somebody on your radar, or was this just all about getting as much pitching as you could? No, I mean, we again, like we, we talked about a lot of players over the last uh, over the last few weeks with the Yankees. Um, you know, again, I think we, we, we have evaluations on – on uh you know on, on their system as a whole and <clears throat> it was also i think you know they were they were a team and an organization that we were very prepared for the last you know three months really i mean i, I think uh you know we dating back to the trade deadline there were some things in common and then leading up to the off season you try to predict different possibilities that may that may play out and try to kind of line up on the organizations and teams that may line up on some of your players and 
you know, we had we, we were really detailed in their system and their organization. Obviously, we talked to them about Jason Dominguez. Ultimately, you know, we uh, we, we settled on this package. And I, I think again the the ability to hit you know four or five pitchers, and, and it's not just depth. You know, I mean, we we think I think there's there's really each one of the four pitchers have a chance to climb a rotation or a pitching staff and continue to get better, and then to get a catcher that we think is really good fit and will also help our pitching staff and our defense. Um, you know, and how this move sets us up for the off season. I think uh, you know we just we just felt like this was something we were prepared for. We had seen their organization a lot, and you know, thought it was a good move for us at the time. You mentioned that you know at the deadline, you guys have you you are familiar with the Yankees organization. Now you fast forward to now, and I, and I heard you last night talk about the ten teams that that were involved, and then that dwindled down to three. Does the fact that you were so familiar with the Yankees? Um, organization because you had had discussions prior did that make it easier to pull the trigger on this deal versus maybe the other two teams or nine teams or however many it was you know not having the familiarity no I mean I think again like our, our group Pete the young pro scouting team and this is this is their life you know I mean this is this is what they do every day and, yeah. you know there's, there's you know let's go you know 70 players deep in each organization and this is now, again, from a baseball standpoint, scouting, knowing knowing the players that are out there, you know, I think our, our scouting group does a great job. Um, you know, pro, amateur, international, we were like really prepared. Um, you know, I think for for any of the scenarios, really, it's you know ultimately like in in any of these deals, and especially a you know player like Juan, you know, it's a five plus player. You know, he's going to make you know scheduled to make north of thirty million dollars. Um, there's only you know there's only a certain number of teams that that are that you know that legitimately yeah. are going to put themselves in position to line up on all the areas that have the need, have the want at that time, see any one player as like the individual that they need in that situation. Cause there's obviously a lot of different scenarios for every team right now and then have the ability financially to do it and then have the players to line up with what we're trying to do. You know, other teams may have, you know, a player to position or, you know, that we like, but you know, it doesn't really stand out in terms of our needs along with the upside and value. So you, you put it all together. They were clearly a team that we'd spent time with that definitely helped. Um, but I think it was just lining up all those other factors, you know, that uh, that, that kind of fit. And I think it's a deal fit for both teams. And that's ultimately why it happened. AJ Preller is with us. We really appreciate the time uh, after a busy uh, week in uh, Nashville at the uh, winter meetings. Uh, AJ, a couple of years ago, of course, you traded for Juan Soto. It's one of the great days in Padre history. In your mind, how did you get from there to here? where uh, now Juan Soto has been moved on. I guess you can never say never, but it was pretty hard to imagine this happening when he first got here. I mean, I, you know, honestly, like we, we look at all different scenarios, and, and even even at the time when we acquired him, we talked about it as, you know, again, like there's, you know, you're, 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 there's, there's always like when you're open to different possibilities and, and, you know, the understanding that, hey, we had, you know, potential to have three years and maybe more with Juan, but we talked about it at the time that, Hey, if it didn't work out or we wanted to pivot for different reasons, when you have elite players, um, you know, teams are going to have interest. And you know, that's why I think sometimes the flexibility argument and different things about, about a roster, you know, I think we heard that, you know, four or five years ago. And, you know, you look up and, and we're able to do, make a lot of different moves, you know, because we have talent. We have players that people want. And, you know, I think similar, similar situation here. I, I remember having the conversation Pete, with Peter when we, when we acquired him. And, you know, Peter mentioned a few times, so, you know, hopefully this is a long relationship, but if not, you know, like ultimately he's going to bring real value down the road if, if as an organization we decide that we wanted to move move on from Juan. So, 
again, like, you know, looking back at it, you know, you have two years or a year and a half with Juan. You know, the first year we get to the LCS, uh, you know, a deep playoff run last year. You know, Juan has a great year. Um, you know, ultimately as a team, we didn't get to where we wanted to get to. And now we're able to turn that into, you know, five players that we think are going to have a, a real future and, and help our team win, hopefully for for a lot of years to come. You know, you can argue, hey, what what exactly does that mean? I think for us, like the you know, adding you know the last two years with Juan, kind of what we did as a team, and now hopefully, you know, a lot will be you know determined on how these players perform. But I, I think there's a lot of value that's that's been in the organization because of the deal, and hopefully going forward, we'll continue to bring value to the to the team in the org. AJ, with with Brito and, and uh, Vasquez in particular, uh, I know they pitched out of the pen. Uh, Vasquez pitched uh, as a starter a little bit. How do you see those two guys? Because it, it sounds like Michael King and and, um, and, and Thorpe are, are starters. Do you see the other two guys as possibly being starters, or do you guys view them as relievers? Yeah, I think that I think the intriguing part for us, they come in as you know, as could go, you know, can fill different roles and, and have that versatility to be starters or or pen options for us. You know, Johnny Burrito, you know, he left ninety innings in the big leagues. You know, had some really, you know, honestly, had some had some, you know, like some dominant moments, and and ultimately, you know, it's, again, he's got a history of throwing strikes, and he's able to repeat his delivery. He's got three pitches in there, so I think those are those are elements of a starter that. You know, we're going to look at, um, you know, Randy Vasquez, um, you know, ultimately never been on the IL. He's got real pitches, real stuff. You know, I think both both guys, you know, we'll start the process now of, you know, putting them with our pitching group, having conversation with Ruben and, and others and the able and others about what's the best role. Part of that will be on the roster. Part of that will be what they show us. I think we're going to give them opportunity to lengthen and start, and then you always have the ability to put them in the back of the pen and, and that was a big part of the deal for us in terms of having that that flexibility and seeing, hey, if we got to shorten those guys up and put them in the back of a bullpen, they've got the stuff that probably plays up in a bullpen. Um, but you know, developing young starters—that's always something that uh, that we try to do. So I think we're gonna we're gonna go down either route, and, and based on where we're at as a team and then kind of what they're showing us, we've got the ability to go back and forth with both Brito and Vasquez. Of course, AJ. Uh, good general manager's work—it's never done. So uh, I'm going to ask you what uh, what do you feel like your most pressing need is now that this trade has been made? No, I mean I think again, like I think this deal, like I said, I think it gives us some some certainty in terms of where we're at, um, roster wise, payroll wise. You know, we're able to fill you know spots on the pitching staff and on the catching side that we had targeted. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll continue to look for you know for a bat. Um, you know, and then and then you know another starting pitcher, and then you know a couple of pen arms as well. So I think you're starting to see, you know, some depth and some numbers that we're building up. Um, but uh, you know, I think honestly, there's still a lot of work to be done. I think in each one of the areas, from the offensive standpoint, the rotation and the pen. Um, you know, hopefully the first of a few different moves. But I think this gives us a chance now to kind of set, you know, sit back and I kind of see what's out there under have like a definite understanding of where we're going. Cause I think there were scenarios where we were going forward with Juan and others without, I think this one now, Hey, we, we made the move. Now we're able to, to continue going with our, with our roster build to the off season. AJ Prello joins us here on Gwen and Chris and it's fresh off the plane. So I, I, I won't keep you much longer. Uh, Kyle Gashioka, Gashioka, um, you got him back in this deal. Does this now open the, the, the door, uh, for a guy like Luis Camposano to get a chance to get close to every day at bats. AJ. 
Oh, man. Tony Gwynn Jr. with the question that knocked him off the air. <laughs> we were told. I, I think, oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. I think I got that, Tony. I think it was a question about, about Higgy Yashioka and maybe how that sets up the catching spot or, or Camp Busano yes. you know, to get to get his I think the point down and what's that dynamic between the two. Yeah, I think again, Campy at the end of last year, you know, he he, he again, I think all year last year, Campy took some real steps and yeah. Luis Camp Busano. And I think um you know, I, I think at the end of the season when he was, you know, playing more, we got a chance to see, you know, a young player that I think his development will be big for our organization. Um, but, again, having having somebody that's, that we can pair with him, um, you know, and, and we thought, hey, you know, we thought Yashioka was a really perfect complement. You know, he's a tremendous defensive catcher in terms of catching the baseball. It's a big target. Uh, he's really good, you know, framing pitches, getting pitches for your staff. Um, and the makeup reports in terms of being intelligent, that quarterback back there and, I think all those things are gonna are gonna are gonna help our team, our staff, and I think he's been in that role with other catchers in New York. He's played on some really good teams, um, and he's caught some some elite pitchers. I think that's that that also has a chance to help Campy in his development. Yeah, and I think the challenge we're gonna have is between those, you know, between Higgy and and and, and Campusano, and then Brett Sullivan. You know, hey, let's make this the best catching team and 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 you know and and, and group that we can have in the league and. Um, you know, it looks like it's a pretty good dynamic for everybody kind of understanding their role and how this plays and, and compete in a healthy way to get us better. All right, AJ. Um, get some rest, man. It Very sounds cool like you had a long couple of days. It's pretty cool that you decided to jump on here right after getting off that plane. Safe travels home, man. We'll do it again soon. All right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate Thank you. it. AJ Preller, Padres head of baseball operations on his way home. Um, he brought some young bulls into the organization, some young arms, some depth. Um, and he sounds like, you know, we got this was the first time we got to hear the Padre perspective of why they liked right. those guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, the other thing he said last night, I uh, didn't ask him about it here because I already knew the answer. But, you know, this trade opens up the opportunity for a lot of the younger players in their system. And, you know, the Padres are proud of what they have in the system, but with uh, the superstars that they had lined up on last year's roster, everyone was pretty much blocked. Yeah. There was nowhere for anybody to go, Jackson Merrill, et cetera. Uh, you know, this opens things up, and, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting competition. And, uh, you know, I think the Padres, they know what they have, and they know what's ready, what's not ready. Um, they're going to add some more players to this, either by trade or free agency. I'm kind of excited for where they can go now because this, this creates a lot more – just wide open, exciting, you know, who knows? Let's sit back and see how it all comes together. Yeah, no, I, so. I think you're right. It's 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 often in an organization that has sustain, sustained success, there are like two or three spots that, you know, the young guys can come in and fill. There just hasn't been that for the Padres. It's been a pretty, um, I don't want to say veteran-late team, but those spots have been blocked. Now, there's some movement now. I don't know how that necessarily works for Jackson Merrill. Maybe he might have to get his outfielder glove Maybe. broken in because the infield is still pretty much locked yeah, down. But, but the outfield, the open. outfield's open. And we've and, seen a lot of guys go out there, and, and you know, look, uh, this star 
team that they had last year, for whatever reason, didn't pan out the no. way they wanted it to. Uh, there was a lot of people who thought that they needed a little more middle class and, and some young guys. Arizona had just a bunch of young, young hungry bulls. players who young came in bulls. and got to the World Series. There's other ways to get there, yeah. and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Padres choose I mean, to when try. You, when you looked at the playoffs last year, right, with the exception of the Braves, who have young guys but they're established young guys, right? Baltimore, Texas, uh, Diamondbacks were all basically young, but most of them have the stars that fill the fill the big spots, and they got some young guys in there, kind of supplementing that. Young players are better now than they've ever been before. I would it seem like it used to take you at least a year to get your feet wet and comfortable in the big leagues. Don't tell that to the Diamondbacks because no. all those guys had never heard of half of them, and they were all playing in October. And beating the Dodgers and beating the Phillies on the road in high-pressure situations, game sevens, you know, and there they were. There's, there's, that's, so. that's the saying in baseball that they're, they're, they're too young and dumb to really understand exactly <laughs> right. what's happening right now. Yeah. They're just out there balling. And, yeah. you know, so maybe the, a little bit of young infusion for the pods can go a long way. All right, let's get to break because, as per usual, we have rolled a long way past. I think that was I okay. think Scraby's okay with it this yeah, of time. Of course. Because you know, A.J. Preller yeah. was on the line. If it was just you two yapping, <laughs> We got our picks. I don't know why I had we to got say that. Gwen, we got Gwen and Chris's picks. Coming up next, real quick, <laughs> hopefully, more Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 